ladies and gentlemen. You know, it's funny. Last episode, we ended with, oh yeah, we'll start like, I think January the 4th, you know, a day after training camp, you know, get some news about everything that's happening then, like we'll record a new episode then, barring any major news. And well, was uh, was there a bit of uh, news that came in? Uh, I don't think anything major. Oh, no, not at all. Well, December 30th, in the afternoon, hearts were shattered. <laughs> yeah. It was revealed that Anochara would be heading not to some West Coast team, not to some East Coast team that's not that great, that, you know, we don't hate. Anochara signs with Washington Capitals. One year. $795,000. Don't mention the dollar value because I I want to leave that for like five minutes from now when the anger is starting to build more and then that's just going to take it over the top because, oh, that's, yeah. So that happened. Um, and I will say as a disclaimer before we get like completely into it, uh, we're recording in a different way today because we normally use discord because it's good for noise suppression and everything and it just works except discord was not working um so we're using skype which is iffy so if the audio is glitched or anything uh well one blame skype but also just blame discord for sucking today all right um (laughs) so what were you what were you doing uh whatever what what day was that that was a Wednesday afternoon. What what were you doing when you when you saw that? Well, you know, I got done work early. You know, I get home, walking around. You know, just doing stuff around the apartment, whatnot. You know, twenty twenty is finally coming to a close. You know, I'm getting hyped. Jess's birthday. You know, we're vibing. And then I get a text from former guest Zach. Jez. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh-huh. you know, I was having a damn good day. Damn good day, and then that happened. But what were you up to? I was I was sitting in my bed. I was reading a book, and then I looked at oh, my look phone. At just just went on went on the timeline. I told this to you, but obviously for the show's sake, um, just went on the timeline. I, I saw you reply to Chris Johnson or one of the insiders, and you were like, "Is is Chara to Washington true?" And I thought you were trolling. And then so I looked at your profile, and then I saw the Ken Campbell tweet, and um, yeah, and then the anger <laughs> just started from there. It's imagine yeah. I told you June thirteenth, twenty nineteen, that Tory Krug would be a St. Louis Blue, and Zdeno Chara would be a Washington Capital. Two years later, I would have to believe that, like the only way I would. Be, you know, the only way you would be able to justify that is if by saying some sort of apocalypse happened. And, well, close to it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I just... Wow. Yeah. Where do we start? <laughs> Where do we start? I just... It's... I, I saw that, and I just... I was so confused. Like... Like, even more shocked than when Krug signed in St. Louis. Because, like, you know, 
we had all expected that Krug was probably leaving, but no one mentioned St. Louis at all. Like, they were still trying to re-sign Petrangelo and get him back. And then all of a sudden that night, he just signs in St. Louis. But but even then, like, with Chara, like, I just, that shocked me so much. I just didn't, yeah. I didn't see it coming at all. And then, then it happened. <laughs> yeah. 14 years as captain. Well, clearly it was Char's decision not to come back. Mm-hmm. It must have been. Oh, yeah. The Bruins that's... want their captain back who can still play serviceable minutes. Yeah, and that's... definitely, you know, only... want John Moore in their... They, would... mm-hmm. they don't want John Moore in their lineup every night. Come on, man. No. Don't be crazy here. No, they they obviously uh, <laughs> were the ones in the right here. Um, they certainly did... Uh, nothing wrong. And oh, what's this? A an Instagram post by Zdeno Chara confirming the report. Oh, let's see. What is what does he say in in the first paragraph? Oh, so my family and I have been so fortunate to call the great city of Boston our home for 14 years. Oh, recently the Boston Bruins have informed me that they plan to move forward with their many younger and talented players, and I respect their decision. Oh. Uh. Can let's just pretend that Chara sucks. Well, here is the Bruins' projected defense pairings from Daily Faceoff. I know that's not the best judge to see what it'll be, but you know, to give you an idea, right now, Grizzlick McAvoy, we can't argue that. That's I think that's going to be a really great pairing. I do. That's going to be phenomenal. Jeremy Lozon and Brandon Carlo. You know, my biggest not fear bad. about that is. Hey. Not enough offense on that second pairing. Yeah, and also, um, if you remember, Lazan was benched for Clifton in the playoffs. Remember that time the uh, the ref picked Lausanne? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. oh. And then your third pair, John Moore and Connor Clifton, which, according to Daily Faceoff, <laughs> that's the eleventh best third <laughs> third pairing. I don't know about that, but sure, we'll pretend. I don't I don't think so. But, you know. And obviously you have Zaboral back in nine and who could break the lineup, but man, I don't I just don't see like I I get it to an extent where they they had concerns about Chara playing on such a condensed schedule with back to backs and stuff, but and you can't tell me that you'd rather have John Moore on your third pair rather than him. You can't tell me that. I will and never be convinced then, of that. Even then? Let's say you have John Moore half of the season there and Chara the other half. That's better than no Chara at all. You know? Like, yeah. obviously, listen, the expectation, sure, is the Bruins can't promise him a spot in the lineup. Yeah, obviously. that Like, that makes sense. But also, like, they they won't play him. Like, they wouldn't have played him in back-to-backs. Like, that was made clear, right? Like, in, in the second, like, in either parts of back or. No, both parts of a back-to-back, right? But you can still yeah. like give him I, time. I well, just, especially going to Washington, like that's what kills me. I want to root for him so bad, but I can't root for the Capitals. And realistically, he 
he's still not going to be playing much time in Washington. Like, their defense, Brendan Dillon, John Carlson, Dmitry Orloff, Justin Schultz, and then Zidane Ochara and Nick Jensen. Like, yeah, he'll play PK time, but that's still bottom pairing. That's probably what he would have been doing with the Bruins, or maybe they would have put him with Carlo. So, I just, I, the thing that bugs me the most, I think, is, like, the fact that, like, yes, Don Sweeney probably went to him and said, hey, you're going to be playing a lot less time this year, like, probably seventh defenseman minutes, which, first off, to say that to your captain of 14 years is interesting. That to be your only offer. Yeah, your only offer is seventh defenseman minutes, when you clearly have a hole on the left side, and you don't know if those young defensemen are going to be able to do it that's and, the thing i see so many people saying we gotta let the young guys get a chance and it's like well yeah yes. i get that but you need an insurance policy you can't just throw especially on a team where you got crazy bergeron martian rask um i'm missing someone i think but they're all 30s mid 30s now yeah the person you're missing is chara yes oh. <laughs> uh <laughs> no but like okay so last season uh, let me see. Okay, of course, NHL does a comp. NHL.com does not have time on ice per game for some reason. Okay. Okay. Zidane Ochara in 2019-2020. 68 games played, 5 goals, 9 assists, 14 points. Okay, I'm not expecting him to put up 30 points anymore. 21 minutes of ice time per game. That's That's a lot of your roster, like a lot of your minutes there. And I know that... They asked Don Sweeney about that yesterday, and boy, who would have thought the left side defense would be the side we're talking about being so weak? <laughs> like, that playoff run, it was, well, Krug, Chara, Grizzlick. Now it's Grizzlick. And then I'm, question marks. I will say I am very excited to see Grizzlick in this much bigger, massive mm-hmm. role. I think he's going to do great, but I'm scared beyond that. Yeah, especially in a division with some bigger teams like Washington oh. and Philly. And Grizzlick is like 5'9", same as Krug. That's that's my worry with Grizzlick were... there. But I, I hope... Like, it's it's just... I don't, I don't get it. Like, even, even then, like, I think what some people were saying was like, well, maybe the Bruins were hoping that Chara would just retire and then be an assistant coach or something. But like, mm-hmm. you, I feel like you knew, like they would have enough conversations with him, and like they would know what he's thinking. Like, come on, I don't think you had to be inside the organization to know that Chara still wanted to play. If it was in oh. another, if it was in a bubble again, sure, then maybe he doesn't. But I, he's he's still able to play, and his passion and desire to play has always been there. I just like, and also a big, big part of this is, guess how many minutes of shorthanded time on ice Chara averaged per game? At least three and a half. Three ten. Okay. Not quite three and a half, but that's still <laughs> a very big chunk of change. You got Carlo next after him, with three minutes and six seconds. So obviously your number one penalty killer is going to be Carlo, but can handle that he's good at that let's see 
defense. Lausanne, 146. Connor Clifton, 27 seconds. <laughs> Charlie McAvoy, 149. Usually he's the one in the penalty box. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was supposed to be it. Like, they don't have any other penalty killers here. They got... Wait. I feel like I'm missing something. Holy sh... You're not. You're not. You're not really missing someone. No, because it would be it would be Chara, Carlo, and then yeah. McAvoy, and I guess wasn't Grizzly killing penalties? One on one for think, him. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. But like, obviously, the guy who they would choose over him most times because left shots would be Chara. Except, what does that does that like top PK <sighs> unit left side spot go to Grizzly now? Because, like, no offense to Grizzly, but, like, he's no Chara. Chara is still a good penalty killer. He is he is still a solid defenseman. Yes, he is not Norris level, but that does not mean he's not bad. You know, like, I, I saw a lot of people being like, well, he's not the same player he used to be. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. But he's still a, he's still an NHL caliber player. He's still above replacement value. And for $795,000, wouldn't hurt to have him. I like I oh my god dude I just what's a way to phrase this So when we look at these prospects the mm-hmm. is about to turn 24 years of age Jesus okay um, I didn't know I that think, <laughs> I think Erho is still 21 maybe 22 now He's 22, just turned 22 today, actually, duh. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I think Lausanne's 23, about to be 24, too. I don't... Something like that. But my point is, what an opportunity for these rookies, I guess. Well, minus Lausanne, he's not a rookie anymore, I guess. But, yep, uh, Lausanne's going to be turning 24 in April. So, now or never, really. Yeah, like... I... Especially, I I see them giving Zaboral the first shot just because he's the oldest mm-hmm. and he's unproven the most. <laughs> yeah, How I mean... do you feel about a third pairing of Moore and Clifton? Because I was thinking maybe if they get really desperate, they'll throw two of the young, two of the three young guys on the left side, which I think that's ballsy, but can't get much worse than john moore no offense to him i feel so bad saying this he's good yeah, if you're gonna put him in every third game or something like that yeah he's okay he's but, not he is not a he is not an awful defenseman like no. let's let's put it at that but he is not he is not great like he is he is okay but okay will not cut it especially this season when it's only 56 games and you're in the toughest division you know like for sure it also still pisses me off that, you know, they can't pay Chara $795,000 for a reduced role, but they can pay Kevin Miller and John Moore over three and three quarters million. See, At least. Because Kevin Miller has a million dollar in bonuses, too. So <laughs> Good for him. Um, see, the thing is, though, I think is that they were too hard-headed on the whole, you're barely going to be playing role, and Chara didn't want that. So I don't think, obviously, the money's the problem, but mm-hmm. I just, uh, you know, how many years would you say Marshan, Bergeron, Krejci, Rask? I know 
uh, two of those guys might not even be with the team after next year. Yeah, don't say that. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> that's, but, that's for another day. Like, okay, so let's say Krejci and Rask are with the team after the end of the season. Mm-hmm. What? How many years do you think they have left of this level of their play? Obviously, after... Krejci's. Obviously, players are on different levels and stuff, but they're all good for what they do. How many years? Honestly, at at this level, like you know, sixty seventy point pace in a normal season for Krejci, I say this year or next. Yep. Rask, I say probably two or three more years. Yep. And with Bergeron and Marchand, I say three plus. I'm very. I mean, Bergeron is already thirty. Uh, Thirty-five. Thirty-six. I want. Uh, wait. Let me. He is 35. Okay, he's 35 turning 36 this year. This year. Jesus. Um, Oh, uh, Happy New Year, guys, by the way. (laughs) Happy New Year, yeah. (laughs) Only 17 minutes in. It's fine. Um, Yeah, no. (sighs) The the thing that I realized is like, yeah, you know, the thing has always been, you still have to win another cup with this core, with this core, but it's not the same core anymore. You just lost... I mean, one, you lost Krug, because he's been there since... Well, he had been there since 2013. And then you just lost Chara. So, it is, not the, it is not the same core anymore. It is going to be very different. Like, well, obviously... The locker room still has Bergeron, Marchand, uh, yeah. Krejci, all those guys losing Chara and Krug in one offseason. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, that's... Lord like, have mercy. <laughs> I, obviously, you know, hope everything is, is fine and goes well, but it just, it's just so. It just doesn't make sense to me. This, why they would let I, that I tweeted this the other day. This is giving me 2014-15 vibes. Mm-hmm. It is. Year after the President's Trophy, they lose a couple pieces. I think this year they lost bigger pieces than before. But I just had this bad feeling. But obviously, this team's way better than that 2014-15 team. Even though I f- yeah. forget them. Hold on, I'm about to see you. Yeah, no, the... I had a second line of uh, Erickson, Krejci, Bolesky, so... Oh, wait, no, they signed him in 2015. They didn't even have him. What did they have at that point? Yeah, wait. Okay, that so their top point getters, Patrice Bergeron, Louis Erickson, Milan oh. Lucic, Carl Soderberg, Lucic. Brad Marchand, gotcha. Juggy Hamilton, Riley Smith, Tori Krug, David Krejci, and Chris Kelly clocking in at 28 <laughs> points in 80 games. Bruins legend. Um <laughs> Big legend. We just yeah. talk about how Patrice Bergeron went from getting like 50 points a season to now point per game. Like, I know he's got better line mates now, but god damn. I just, I wish he never got hurt in like, what, 2006, 2007, whichever year that was. Every year. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, but but the big injury. Yeah, no. Yep, for sure. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's. that's I don't remember. And. It's, oh, it was. It's gonna be yeah. just. It's gonna be so weird. Like, yeah, cool. Bergeron's getting the C. Like that's obvious. But wait, he is. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Nick Ritchie's getting the C. That's obvious. Yeah. But... <laughs> no, imagine that actually happened though. <laughs> I'm you, telling you. You thought letting Nick Chara Ritchie. and Krug go was bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be putting the C jersey on Patrice Bergeron, and then Nick Ritchie's going to run out, grab the jersey, put it on himself. 
Is it say, still going to say Bergeron on the back, or is, or is he going to, like, make it? Well, you see, he brought duct tape with Richie oh, on it. Okay. okay Smack good. that shit off. No, no, no. So what's actually going to happen is he's going to get his brother to turn off the lights in TD Garden while that happens. That way no one sees. And then you'll see <gasps> Nick Richie emerge as Brett Richie turns the light back back on, and then boom. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, my God. Wait. Who was it that Nick Richie boarded in the playoffs? Was that Gord? Yeah, it was Gord. I think so. See... <laughs> you know. just faintly see, like, through the little camera lights, <laughs> Nick Ritchie fly through and hit Bergeron the way he hit Gord. Oh, my God. <laughs> Awful. <stop>. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I have a qu- What were you going to expand on with the whole captain thing? Well, yeah. I Like, people were celebrating, okay, well, Bergeron's going to be captain. Yeah, sure. I mean, he was basically already captain with Chara. Like, it's it's a C. It's not going to make a difference to him. Let's be real. He's going to act the exact same. But now there's going to be even more pressure on him as a leader in that room. Now that Chara is gone, which is less than ideal. Um, but also, I was going to then sort of bring that into the press conferences from Sweeney and Chara. Um. So. While I scroll back quickly, um, so was it Chara who had his first, I believe, right? And then no, Chara had his second, I think. I think the Bruins had an early one, and then he was in a couple hours later. If I remember correctly, I could be very wrong. Uh, wait, let's see. Oh no, wait, it was Sweeney first, but okay. I'm so out of order. Wait, what? Uh, quick fun fact from the 2014-15 Boston Bruins season: Zdeno Char was 100% on the faceoff dot. What? He took one faceoff and he won it. Why? I need video of this. I need I need someone to find. Hey, he's got a video. career 27.3 faceoff percentage. He's taken more than. He's taken three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He's taken 11 faceoffs in his career. He's won three and lost eight of them. Good for him. <laughs> All right. I okay, didn't expect that one. Um, his biggest season at faceoffs was 2008-2009, where he took four. <laughs> what was they must percentage? have tried him at like center on the power play. 25%. Mm. One for three. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> Chara's press conference, because I can actually find those quotes easily. Um, so, Chara said... Um, that he res- like he he emphasized constantly like he respected the way that Sweeney communicated, you know, um, and he said that as conversation progressed, it was clear that I would not be in the starting lineup every night, and that he would be more of a reserve type of player, so seventh, eighth defenseman, which to say to your captain of fourteen years, who can still play, when you have John Moore, uh, interesting. Interesting move. I just, I don't understand Sweeney and management's um, well, position. I really don't. Their two reserve defensemen would have been Stephen Camper and Zidane Chara. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Has Stephen Camper even shown up yet? I have oh, no yes, idea. Has. Yes, he has. I just saw it right now, literally, as I spoke oh. words. But, oh my God. I, I'm, this podcast could literally be just saying the same thing over and over again mm-hmm. in disbelief of how this all has played out, but 
Now I got a question for you if you want to answer a question. No, never. Typical. Um, okay, so like we said, Patrice Bergeron is your captain, obviously. Um, David Krejci, assistant, Brad Marchand, assistant, right? I would think, yeah. Yeah, only two assistant captains, right? I can't remember. Uh, I believe so, because I think it would have been Bergeron Krejci yeah. uh, with Chara. Marchand would get the A sometimes if Chara was hurt, but okay. So, I saw people saying Charlie McAvoy should get an A. How do you feel about that? Not over Marshawn or Crouchy. Uh, yeah, not... quickly, quickly Google um, how okay. many A's you can have. Okay. And then get back to me. All right. Talk. That way we're not just sitting here in silence. Well, yeah. Um, the, the other thing I was going to mention was... Um, so, this is sort of my final, my final thing on Chara. I can understand, like, you know, wanting to limit Chara's time. You know, he's 43. Yeah, he's not the same player that he was. I understand that. And trying to rest him in back-to-back games, like that way he doesn't play both, which there's going to be a lot of this year. I get that. But, like, I don't understand management thinking that Chara would accept a, like, reserve role. I, I just don't see how they think that would happen. Like you know who Chara is. Yes, he would have he probably would have accepted a sixth defenseman role because that's probably what he's gonna be doing in Washington. But to make it clear that he's gonna be like a seventh defenseman just does not make sense. He's he would not have accepted that. And well, clearly seem, he didn't. It didn't even seem like they were willing to like negotiate. Like have an open dialogue and be like let Chara come to the table and be like, well, I mean, you look at what I did last year. I was pretty damn serviceable, better than a freaking seventh defenseman. But, all right, so um, in the NHL, you can have one captain and two alternates or no captain and three alternates. Yeah, okay. So Bergeron and then Krejci Marshall with the A's. McAvoy McAvoy is not getting an A. He will get one in seven years, maybe, when Bergeron's gone. (laughs) But Krejci's gone. Oh, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get one at the end of next year, maybe. Although, that might go to Coil, but... Ooh, you think so? I wouldn't be shocked. I could see it. All right, um, speaking of which... Um, I was going to say, okay, so... Oh my god, where'd it go? I just had something pulled up, and then... Oh, no. Okay, um, never mind. Okay, you were asking about like McAvoy getting the A, anything like that. Like... It was. Oh, all right. Let's move on. Let's move on. We'll, uh, right. we'll come back to it because we still got a bevy of not a bevy of things, but some things to get to. Mm-hmm. Um, just just the final thing. Um, I I found like a one of Char uh, one of the quotes about Chara's minutes where those are gonna go. I'm just gonna I'm just taking a bit of the pieces out. There is the full quote online but so Sweeney said we're going to do it by committee and allow some of these guys a little bit of trial and error and potentially fail as a result of it sometimes you fall flat and other times you rise up we have several players Carlo McAvoy and Kevin Miller coming back obviously Grizz has been in situations and Jeremy Lazan John Moore and Jacob Zaborl who is looking for an opportunity to break through so I I can understand that mindset in a full normal season full 82 game normal season now yes the ahl 
is they approved a season for February 5th. Um, but in a shortened 56 game season in an incredibly tough division, there are yep. better options than going like this. There are better options than just saying, Hey, Zaboral, go see what, see what we have Vac, Go see what we have. Even, even Lazal, like he has played now, what, two seasons with the Bruins, but there's still some unknown there. I just, I, I don't get it. And yes, this is also partially of, you know, letting crew go. Cause if you still have them, then yeah, I feel a lot better about that defense, obviously, but yeah. without them, it's, there's a massive hole and you don't know if Zaboral, Vakanine, and even Lazar can fit that. And it's a lot of pressure to put on those young guys. Cause at least, at least in normal camps would be like, okay, you're fighting for your spot. And if you get it, that means you're, you know, you beat out someone else. But now it's kind of like, hey, we're just giving this spot to Zaboral. He can just have it, you know? Like, it doesn't seem to be like there's too much competition, or at least tough competition. <laughs> no offense, Kevin Miller or John Moore. I just... Uh, it's just so risky and very scary to be going with the, well, we'll see what happens. <laughs> Maybe we'll fail. And then you're one of the final years of having this core at their, well, I wouldn't say prime, but good. It's, yeah. Great. They might be declining a little, but they're still good. You know? They're, good they're still very much yeah. elite. I guess Patrice Bergeron's okay. I don't know. He didn't win eh. the Selkie, so. Yeah. Oh, God. They're, they're but, never going to let him get that record of having five. They're never going to let that happen. Conspiracy. I'm telling you. What were you going to say? I just, like, thinking back to, obviously you mentioned this earlier, but, like, I want to ask you a question. So, obviously, even with Chara, they were still getting pushed around a lot by the teams like the Capitals, who now, you know, gained the tallest man to ever play hockey. Mm-hmm. Just left on the Bruins to, you know, stick up for their team, you know, set the tone physically. I mean, what, Nick Ritchie? Kevin yeah. Miller, Nick Ritchie, um, Kevin, with a knee broken in so many ways. Miller, yes, with um, a metal knee. <laughs> yeah, literally. I, yeah, Nick Ritchie, playing maybe Wagner, like Capitals, Rally, like just some of the gritty guys. Yeah, playing the Capitals with Tom Wilson, Chara eight times in a Capitals uniform. Are you kidding me? Yeah. But I, I just, I, I worry about that. And I'm not one of these 60-year-olds on Twitter <laughs> saying, Bruins need to trade for every enforcer. No, but... But you need, I mean, you clearly, need that in your lineup. Clearly, physicality is still a big part yes. of this league. And that defense, of course, small. even smaller. I mean, yeah, you lost one of your small guys in Krug, but then you lost the tallest man to ever play hockey. So, <sighs> yeah, I don't even how t- the Boral's like six two, isn't he? Something like that. I don't think they're any tall. I know. I mean, like Carlos, oh. like six five, but oh, he's six foot even. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> yeah, no, like obviously, yeah, no, don't go and trade for every single enforcer or anything like that. But you do need physicality on your team because. 
what you see basically every year in the playoffs is the teams that can beat up their opponents, quote unquote, legally, that generally have a better shot at winning the cup. <laughs> yeah, and um, I want to talk about Zaboral for a second. So, obviously, waiting for the season to start, he's been over in, in the Czech Republic, mm-hmm. in the Czech League. He's played 18 games and he's put up eight points on goal, seven assists. Do you have any? Now I know, obviously we're hopeful. That's obvious. But what are your expectations? Do you think he? I don't want to say the answer because I still think it's kind of throwing him to the fire. But do you think he'll succeed, or do you think they'll end up trading for someone, or do you think one of the other two guys will fit in and they keep rolling that way? If they don't sign Chara for eight hundred thousand dollars, then they're not trading for anybody. Is my opinion. And but, they're not signing anybody. No. Because so, I would not be opposed to a Travis Hamanek, even though he's a right shot, but here we are. Um, it's it's tough. Because, you know, I I don't watch Providence games because, I mean, that's, that's even more to pay on top of NHL Live. Um, <laughs> and, like, obviously don't get those on TV. So, like, I, I don't see the games, but I, I do see what people say during the games and everything. Uh, like, Zaboral had... He he was apparently you know on a good run in February and May last year with Providence, but that was nine months ago. And I I mean I haven't really seen anything about him playing in the Czech league like how that's actually gone besides just the points. So it's hard to know. I think yes he can. He's definitely going to be able to be a fifth or sixth guy, but it's that it's basically that second pairing left side spot that's really open for Vakaninen, Zaboral, and Lazan. And honestly, I feel like Lazan is the most likely to take that. Just because he's he's had he's had, you know, the experience in Boston, you know, it's not like he's been bad. I I feel like it'll end up being Grizz McAvoy, Lazan Carlo, and then just Whoever you want to throw in of more Clifton, Zaboral, Vac. Maybe there are some games where Zaboral gets put up with Carlo, maybe even Vac Nainen. But I feel like Lazan gets that spot. Do I think Zaboral could take that spot? Do I hope so? I mean, yeah, because it would mean he's good. But <laughs> I, guess so. I, I just don't know. I don't know what to expect, really. I, I just don't. I... Oh, like, uh, you... speaking oh. of which, okay. a rumor, uh, which we were going to touch on later. Uh... Ben Hunt? Yeah, that's who I was thinking of, but I couldn't. I thought for some reason that sounded wrong, but it's not. So yeah, Ben Hutton. Uh, there's rumors that they're linked. They're linked to him. I mean... Big link, I guess. Okay, <laughs> like, he'd be probably a little better than John Moore, but he's not like a fantastic standout defenseman. He's a bottom pairing left shot defenseman. Like the Bruins have enough bottom pairing guys as it is. So I, I wouldn't be opposed because it's another body and you need that in a season like this. Um, And you know, it's kind of easy to bury them with a taxi squad, but I, I don't know. I don't think it'll be like, I think I don't, it's not going to be major news if they sign him. you know, like it'll be, okay, cool, there's another guy who can potentially play. <laughs> like, is that sort of how you're feeling, too? 
Yeah, I guess. I don't know what we're doing here. Like, <laughs> What's the plan? The more I think about it, man, all these random people, names, and not like, oh, well, we might fail. You know, it's like, oh, my God, you're... You're playing with the house's money here. Stop. Mm-hmm. Have a plan. Have a solid plan. You can't on a cup contending team two season. Well, I guess starting of the second season from the season in which you were a game away from winning the cup. You don't let two thirds of your left side walk. Like I get it. Charles old. He's not going to be a top four guy. That's fine. You got to have a plan. And I feel like they don't have one. Or at least not a good one. <laughs> That's for sure. But, like, let's see. Uh, Mr. Ben Hutton, four goals, 12 assists in 65 games. Sure. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> that's that's literally just the, the equivalent. Put him on the first power play. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> first power play? Oh, God. Yeah, because we don't need Grizzly or McAvoy there. We need Ben Hutton. Actually, John Moore for power play quarterback, please. Okay. That's fine with me. Let's see. John <laughs> Moore. Oh okay. So his career, let's see, on the power play. He's got four goals, 16 assists. He's played on the power play. Probably in New Jersey. I, honestly, I thought he would have a lot more just because I've would have figured New Jersey would have used him on the power play a little more, but five-year contract. Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. I'm never gonna understand Played that. Twenty-four games. Hmm. I just I, I I don't know. I, anyways, um, I think I think that's basically enough about the defenseman and all that. Unless you have anything final, Dad. Going on this topic, I'd say almost thirty-five <laughs> minutes, probably something like or that. Or thirty-eight, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, all right. If they ever find out who their defensemen are going to be, Lake Tahoe, huh? <laughs> That'll be cool. Like that is actually oh, going to be cool. That if that happens. Um, <laughs> do we think they're going to make another jersey for that? Because I would not be shocked. That would be cool. I completely forgot about the reverse retros, like mm-hmm. being able to see them soon. Yeah, that's going to be cool. I, I really hope they look good on the ice and like the whole uniform looks good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's even been released or anything, but I, I hope it works. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like there will be fans there? Question mark? That's going to be so weird, dude. It's going to yeah. take so long to get used to seeing the, the garden, the big spokes be, but empty. Yeah, because at least, at least in the bubble... Like they had everything set up where, you know, they had just the seats covered and they had all the, like the lights and the like uh, display screens just sort of around the arena. So it was so it didn't feel empty, but mm-hmm. not every team's going to be able to do that. And, you know, it's it's just not possible, especially especially for like um, for teams that share it with NBA teams like they're not going to have time to put the ice in. And then put all the display stuff in and then take it out the next day for the Celtics who will play the next night at like seven. You know, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> so it's it's going to look really weird. Like baseball didn't feel too weird without fans, honestly. Like I got used to it pretty fast. 
playoff mm-hmm. baseball was iffy. Um, but uh, it's it's gonna be weird. But that's what we've been. That's what we. <laughs> that's what's happened the last nine months. So <laughs> I can't say this year anymore because. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, are we? Sh- are we sure 2021 is going to be better? Like, no. I know it can't get much worse, but... I mean, vaccine's I coming. For world. But what about that uh, new strain of the virus, dude? Oh, my it's God. multiple states now. Oh. That's <sighs> got me worried. But hopefully the vaccine is able to, like, cover that, too, somehow. Yeah, I haven't looked into that at all, frankly, and I'm not a whatever-ist that would be. Um... <laughs> whatever <laughs> That's a good one. I love that. Um, so who knows, but, um, if, if we're we're not going to get into the science talk, yeah, no, if we want to mention something that was annoying as well, that was a signing. Well, actually, no, it's not a signing yet. It's a, it's a tryout that will become a signing once, uh, (laughs) Tarasenko and Steen go on LTIR or no, not, uh, wait, was it Steen? Yeah, it was Steen because he retired, but he still has contract, whatever. Once the Blues players go on IR, Mike Hoffman to St. Louis. Come on, how dare they? Because of course. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was so mad at that, especially because like when I when I first saw that it was just like a tryout, I was like, okay, but that that means he's gonna sign. Like that means there's a plan in place. Like oh, there's yeah. obviously there was... a plan in place. He wouldn't. He's a thirty goal scorer every year. There, there's obviously something there, and then obviously the reports came out. Uh it's. <sighs> what a what a year to be a Bruins fan, huh? Best man. Losing Krug to the Blues, losing Char to the Blues. Every free agent that we want doesn't sign. Although I mean, Craig Smith was a good signing. Um, yeah. Obviously, being the President's Trophy winners, being first in the league in in March, having all that momentum, and then everything shining down, and then coming back in August, losing Tuca. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. Uh, now, I got a question for you. I might have an now, answer. When we look at the moves teams have made stuff, and one of the more active teams, surprisingly... Ottawa? Ottawa. And they recently just acquired Derek Stefan for a second, was it, or something like that? It was for a second, yes, which then they also got a second back from Tampa. Yes, that's Along right. Along with oh. Like, Coburn. Oh, I just realized... Well, actually, it doesn't matter anyways, because they'll they'll be in Canada, but Tampa wasn't even in our division this year. Cedric okay. Paquette won't be able to headshot any people in the playoffs. <gasps> it's a miracle. Unless Ottawa oh. does the unthinkable. <laughs> it would be the unthinkable in that division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm kind of intrigued by this team. Uh, I don't know what to expect. I I really I don't. Have no expectations. I'm just I'm here for a good time, basically. I mean, yeah, like obviously they have Kachuk. Uh, Stetzel's gonna he's gonna be on the team. He's well, I'm been a, amazing. I'm excited for that guy. He's been amazing at the World Juniors. Um, I mean they got Galchenyuk in the off season. Derek Stefan. Like uh, Evgeny Dadanov. They they have they have players. You know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of intrigued in this team more than I thought I'd ever be. Yeah. I don't know. There's a. I mean, they'll be competitive in the in the Canadian division for sure. I I don't know if they'll make the playoffs just because I think yeah. Toronto, Vancouver, Calgary, Edmonton, oh. like 
even Winnipeg, tough. Montreal, Winnipeg, are Winnipeg. I mean, they'll go as far as Hellebuck takes them, of course. But I mean, yeah, Montreal is. I still don't know what to think about them. Um, I don't know. Yeah, intriguing, but definitely gonna be a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Don't know if they'll make the playoffs. I'm not. I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna watch so much of the Canadian division. <laughs> That's gonna be I'm... so much fun. Battle of Alberta. Come on. You know, you ever think back to like just regular season and it's like February, you know, dead of winter, and you're like, uh, like I don't know, I like not like. That you're not interested in watching, but you're like, I just can't wait for the playoffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, dude, that's not gonna be me every fucking night. I'm gonna have as many games on as I can. <laughs> yeah, it's been too damn long. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the uh, the explanation probably would have been better if it's a January because like February, you got like the trade deadline there, so there's like the hype leading up to that and everything. Yep. But like January always feels dead, except for like the All Star game. But like, no one actually cares about that. So, <laughs> yeah. I guess mid-January to mid-February is for me is just the worst, especially because the Bruins usually have those ten o'clock games where I'm like, "Yep, I don't want to watch." But now I'm gonna be soaking everything up. Yeah, I, we they skipped like we didn't have a California road trip last season, right? Because I'm pretty sure that was supposed to happen like yeah, that was supposed to happen late like a week March after, or something, like a week after everything died. Which glad they didn't get to California because. <laughs> That's been a mess for COVID, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> uh, crazy fun. Okay. Well, um, we'll just speed through these last things. Um, the schedule was released since we last did one. So Bruins open the season two weeks from now, uh, Thursday, uh, January the 14th in New Jersey. And then they play Saturday, uh, in New Jersey. I think we'll probably have one or two episodes before then. We'll probably go next week and then one like a day or two before uh, the season starts doing like a whole season whole preview and everything. Break. Although let's, let's, let's pray that we can be more consistent this year. <laughs> Should be. Should be. Hope so. Um, Marshawn has been skating. Uh, apparently Nick Ritchie hasn't been, but that's not a big deal because training camp doesn't start for two more days. Um, Canadian teams. I mean, we we're just talking about the Canadian division, except all of those teams haven't gotten approval to play in the in their provinces, and well, that's twelve days away. So we'll see how that goes. Um, and then we have two quick questions, and I say quick because I don't think they'll they'll be too long. Um, actually, you asked. So what happened with Zidane Chara? Can you uh, can you explain? I think if I talk any more about that, my head's going to explode. <laughs> That's fair. Um, Logan <laughs> at Logan, I'm just going to click two. Uh, ask, should Marshawn get an A if Bergeron becomes captain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, one, like 100%. He gets the A. It's Marshawn Krejci with Bergeron as captain. I think that's that's pretty... That I, That's what it should be. Like. Yep. And I think that's what it will be. Um, and then Will... At Charlie Godavoy, of course, asks, oh. any chance Nick Ritchie doesn't suck and is actually kind of an effective player? Yes. Oh, yeah. I I see the same people complaining about people writing Kasha off and then also just completely like acting like Nick dismissing Ritchie. Nick Ritchie. Yeah. Now and like I get it. Kasha. Show you much playoffs. Yeah, no, and what he showed was not great. 
but it's not a reason to write him off based on one, like what, 12, or no, not even 12, like 10 game sample of hockey in August in a bubble. I thought he was pretty good in the regular season in those games he played. He was pretty mm-hmm. effective for what he is, like not a prolific scorer by any means, but like he played a total of 15 games between a regular season and then months later in the playoffs. So again, you got to be got to be consistent on this. <laughs> yeah, like I I expect Kasha, you know, he's not he is not a lock for the lineup. So, I mean, same with Richie, like I mean, yeah, they'll I be in the people... lineup, but he is Kasha is not a lock to be a good player with Krejci and Debrusk. He's yeah, not I a see lock. People saying that like Kasha is definitely going to be on Krejci's wing and they're going to be a great second line, which I mean, sure, I could see that happening. They looked but... they looked good against Carolina, but the moment that uh Tampa started playing physical that line fell apart yeah and that's that's what happened <laughs> like see it gets tough though like do you want nick ritchie on your fourth line i think that's probably where he fits in best with corrali and wagner mm-hmm. but i also could i wouldn't be surprised to see oh god that would be a slow line nick what? ritchie charlie Coyle, and craig smith yeah although i don't how how does craig smith skate i don't I don't remember. Uh, I know he's missed two open nets famously. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's so much time has passed that the hype for him has like. I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, I. He's good for 20 goals in a normal season, so uh, I will take that on a third line, (laughs) Uh, especially with Coil. I think I think they'll work well together, which is kind of why I want Bjork on that left side to hopefully get him going. I think that'll get be something really out of fun. him. But who knows? Uh, we'll see what that'll those be lines are. Yeah, we'll see what the lines are in camp, which opens in two days, so that'll be nice. Ooh. I'm going to be so excited for that. Uh, yeah. Camp in two days, and the season... Well, season starts in 12 days. Bruins playing 13. That's... You know, yeah, Chara leaving sucks. Krug not being there sucks, and seeing seeing them in other teams' colors is going to suck, yeah. But I mean, hey, we have we have NHL hockey. It's gonna be hard to complain about that until the Bruins and, lose the first game of the season, seven nothing. And uh, one quick thing mm-hmm. I want to touch on before we wrap it up. Uh, I have a feeling Brad Marchand is gonna be fairly close to ready opening night. I I think it seems like he will be. Yeah, like, I, he's two weeks away. He's been skating. Yeah, that would be That'd big. Be nice. Uh, by the way, give me Stanika on Bergeron's right side yeah. with Pasternak out. Don't get me too excited now, man. Because I think that's, days. that's the only place he fits, frankly. Yeah, right now. I don't... Yeah. Uh, oh, I have a question. I don't know if you know the answer to this or if I need to do my own research after the show, but the Taxi Squad and the AHL team, is that interchangeable? Or is... I don't. How does this work? I haven't done much research um i think those are separate i don't know but i'm pretty sure they were separate like the taxi squad would actually travel with the bruins i believe and not be in providence don't quote me on that because i i don't know that's just what i vaguely remember seeing but and can okay oh wait hold on 26 active players Four 
taxi squad members, and three Providence call-ups. This is confusing. Is, where would you want Danica to be? You probably don't want him on the taxi squad not playing at all. No. That's why, like, Pasternak's injury works well for him, I think. It works well for Stadnika. But then after that, who knows where he goes in the lineup. Because <laughs> you're going to, again, like, I think we talked about this last time, is Marshall versus Pasternak top. Yeah. Debras Krejci. And then you have Coyle, Smith, Bjork, Kasha, Richie, Stadnika. Because, I mean, Corrali Wagner, that's going to be there'll be two of your guys on your bottom line and then probably Nick Ritchie there, but then you still have too many players for those spots, which I mean, it's a good issue to have like, but out of all the issues, it's, it's still a problem. I'm glad they have a decent situation. Yeah. And then uh, don't talk about the defense. Why? What's going on with their defense? Oh no, I uh, no idea. I just, I think they have a great, a great group of left-handed defensemen who are proven and but definitely <laughs> I I think we glossed over Chara a little bit and we didn't really talk about just the sheer impact he had oh my God. on the city and bringing the cup back after 39 years of losing <laughs> you know just the impact he had on the city and team the organization it's just it's gonna be quite the story for generations and you know we'll be looking back 20 plus years thinking about just how uh, what's the word when you change a franchise like influential mm, yeah but more like forceful than influential uh, impactful where's my, where's my thesaurus uh, influential synonym. You know what I'm, all right. Yeah, everyone gets what I'm saying, but you know, it's just incredible. And you know what? He sh- all the thank you Z posts should be happening when he's retiring. It shouldn't be happening now, but mm-hmm. good for him. I hope he succeeds. I hope he plays well. Oh, yeah. I hope Capitals lose. All right. Uh, you know what? You know what? Here's what I hope. Picture this. The Capitals suck this year. Chara yeah. is on a one-year deal. Rental at the deadline? Interdivisional trade? Hey, you know, send them send to the Bruins. Why not? Now, they they wouldn't trade for him, obviously, because they don't want him. <sighs> yeah, they're better off without him, man. Apparently. Better off with their captain of 14 years. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, <laughs> there are so many, like, amazing stories about Chara... And the impact that he had both on and especially off the ice. Like, like even then, he was still doing his uh, traditional, like, Thanksgiving, um, like, delivery of, what, what was it, like, uh, pies that he does every year. Yeah. He was still doing Imagine that this doing year, that. or last Imagine year. <laughs> seeing that tweet back in November, and then jumping forward to now, and, like, someone told you, yeah, well, that's the last the Bruins are going to tweet about him as yeah. a member of the team. Yeah. I don't like I don't but, know, just everything that Chara did was just incredible, really. Like, yes, he has not been as effective in the last few years of his career, obviously. That's why they've signed him to one-year deals. But he's, he's 40. Yeah, he's 43 years old. He can still play. Like, even that is something that he should be proud of. And the fact that he was captain for 14 years is 
incredible. And he brought the cup back. They went to the finals three times. Had so much success. I mean, th- you can't say a bad thing about Chara. Even, like, there, there's so many times, like, you'll remember, like, so many times where, like, a bad hit will happen or, like, you know, an unfortunate misplay where, like, you know, someone will run into Chara and then, you know, they get hit in the head. And then Chara will instantly, you know, stop caring about the game and try to help them. Like, there's so many times where you've seen stuff like that. So, I don't know, it just like when speaks to... Like, he hit to... Dano with the puck and then he tapped him on the head. Went over and was like, hey, buddy, I'm so sorry. What <laughs> yeah. a guy. I'm going to cry. Yeah. Anyways, besides how amazing Chara is, uh, I think that's all we have. This is actually longer than I expected it to be. Um, but oh my God, wait, hold on one second. Oh, quick oh thing, quick thing, thing. No, no, no. It's going to be like two seconds. Remember last episode when we were doing trivia on Zidane Chara? Yes. Who would have thought? Who would have thought this would be the next episode? Anyways, I, I thought, right. yeah, I thought of that earlier. I was like, you quizzed me on random Chara facts. I actually actually wrote that down when I was when I was originally writing like just a little plan for this episode. I excited legit wrote last episode you asked random Chara stats and well here we are. I hope Caps fans find them useful. <laughs> oh god. Anyways. Alright. On that note of y'all gotta leave y'all. Yeah. Um probably two episodes before the season comes out comes out yeah it's a it's a game it's yeah, early. <laughs> <laughs> all right hopefully Mine's it going doesn't crazy get hockey. delayed um yeah yeah let's just uh let's just end it there <laughs>